done it again what have we done we've done it again we can we we, i don't think we'll ever get this down i was just thinking about it on the way in this morning and i think it came up yesterday as a side conversation we had a chance to sit down with elevation worship some of the guys from elevation worship you're going to hear that at some point it's going to be great but they were talking how about how long they had been together and we were talking about how long we'd been together as a show right and then it occurred to me it's like wait We've done it again. Our anniversary is October the 1st. <laughs> today is October. I don't even know what it's today the is. Fifth. The today fifth. is October 5th. It's come and gone again. We've missed our anniversary. So I feel ah, less bad about missing Madison happy. and Christian's anniversary. Oh, you missed theirs? I did. I did. When's theirs? October? The 3rd. Oh, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, as of October 1st, we've been together as a show for 17 years. 17 years. And we were just talking about that because, you know, bands have a life. There's yeah. a life to, you know, I, I don't, I used to know what the number was. I think it's, it was seven at one point that that was the average uh, lifespan of a band. Obviously right. there's been bands together a lot longer than that. Sure. But that was just the average. Um, we are definitely above average. Yes. Morning shows don't last. Teams. Right. Right. The same, you know. That's amazing. I know. 17 years. Is the math right, Dave? Yes. I've already looked it up. Oh, you have verified it? I verified it because I knew I'd get it wrong. So I, when I was sitting in a red light, (laughs) I ran and figured it out earlier this morning on my way in. Oh. So yeah, 17 years this past Sunday, y'all. Gosh. We should have done something. How did I celebrate? I took a nap. And I, and I cut the grass. <laughs> yeah. that, that feels about right. Well, happy anniversary, you guys. To us. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know, maybe I'll Uber years. eats us some Birthday egg bites cake. or something. Yeah. No, I'm going to say egg bites. Wow. But, you know, the last couple of years, I don't know if we did this last year, but the year before, we did the 15, 15 best moments or some of the best something moments. Like, yeah. I, I, we couldn't keep it to 15. There's been so many great moments. So maybe at some point we'll think about that again and we'll do our 17 favorite moments. So anywho. The pressure's on, Bill, to have at least two more yeah. <laughs> two more good yeah, moments, moments good ones. before yeah. we do that. <laughs> Man. Thank you for these sweet little notes and gifts that you're sending us. You're texting us happy anniversaries. We thank you. And we had one question here. Okay. Uh, somebody said you have audio of the very first episode of The Morning Cruise. And Dave, you had the same thought I did. We don't know what the first episode was. We don't. It we just kind of was because I was the promotions director, so I just kind of came in and it just developed. It just developed. It was yeah, very organic. Was, yeah, it was organic. That would have been fun to have, though. I do think one of the first breaks that we had, though, was when I had the little elect- electrode belt or whatever. I wish we could that find that. That was. Uh, that was a long time. That ago. was. I think Bill was out that day. That was just. That no, was I was here. Were you here for yeah, that? Yeah, I was here for that. We were that. in the other studio. Mm-hmm. I anyway, remember that part. It was basically, it was a belt that I had bought. 
Well, everybody's seen them on TV. On TV, where it like basically sent little, like little electric shocks, shocks to your stomach that would cause you to have you know right flex your abs, and supposedly it would give you abs. And I had it on during the morning show. <laughs> yeah. Why do sit-ups when you can just electronically stimulate uh, the muscles and get rock-hard abs? And I'm not usually one to fall for that kind of stuff, but it honestly did make sense to me. It felt like isometric, you know, you just sure, yeah. tensing up, right. you know, uh-huh. yeah. flexing your muscles, whatever. That was okay. the beginning of many. Um, so I know what I want for my anniversary. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. I want to... I want you to let me pick all the music this morning. All the music? All the music. I <laughs> don't know if I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> there are three pick, of us here. How about I give you a third of it? I, okay, I'll take a third. I, my third will be good. I will pick good music. <laughs> I'll pick. I, it'll be hit after hit after hit after hit. However, I would. I know what I'd like first. I'm saying this as if he's going to allow me to do this. Mm-hmm. The new Phil Wickham. I don't think we've played it. We, we, we have heard not it played when it. he was here. Yeah. The summer nights. Yeah. I believe we talked to him about it yep. when we sat down with him. Oh, yeah. It's a great, I, great song. I love the song. It's basically a creed. I mean, it it's is. a statement of belief and it celebrates it. It puts it in a worship mode and context. It's yeah. really good. Am I stalling long enough for you to grab it? I've got it. You've got it? Yes. And because I'm such a warm, fuzzy, <laughs> sentimental guy, <laughs> yeah. I will give this to you. <laughs> oh, this well. first one. You're so sweet. The first one. Of many today. We'll see about the mini. <laughs> so if you're planning a party, I don't know, for maybe say your 17th anniversary and you want it to be a good party and not be lame, it's now been quantified. So now we have the stats on what makes it a good party. And here's the here's the bottom line, the check-in or check out, this is a good party or this is a lame party, happens within eight minutes of your guests arrival so within eight minutes of your guest's arrival Hmm. they assess certain things like is the food good that's on the top (laughs) of the list well you do you look at the table and you're like right yeah and it's not it's not necessarily even is it great food it's have i been offered something to eat something to drink something to drink yeah but don't let's be honest let's let's all be honest and i know that there's a lot of people who are super super sweet like my cousin carol would be one of these you could Feed her, you know, kibbles a, and bits, a peanut butter sandwich, and right. she would go, "Oh my goodness, this is the best peanut!" And she would sincerely right. mean it. What kind of jelly is this? Yes, that's so good. <laughs> that's Welch's. Welch's great. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's Welch's natural. <laughs> but how many of us? Sorry if I'm sidetracking your story, but how many of us do look at a spread when we go to a gathering, and we do make? Maybe it's not conscious, but. I, I, I'll, I'll go first. You grade, you grade it. I do. Well, yeah. I don't know if I, I would say grade it, but I guess that is what I'm doing. But I usually look at it and I'm like, oh, cold cuts. I'm not a cold <laughs> cuts person. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean for that to be funny. Well, I know, I but being you, honest. you have such a, no, you're but such a I non-cold just, cut person. I am not a cold cuts person. But like I think about, I just, like my girlfriend, Tammy, she knows how to put on a spread and she yeah. does like the focaccia with the goat cheese and or are there, I don't know, just very, first of all, warmer food. And and I like room temp food. I just don't like 
well, dips I like cold. Yeah. But I don't know. You know when people have just really thought about the hors d'oeuvres or thought about the food. And, and here's like, the thing. Mm, so good. If somebody has some cold cuts wrapped up, we won't call them cold cuts, though. Let's call them nice. A deli tray? Deli meats wrapped up. And finger sandwiches. I'm great with that. Oh, I, I will actually, take pimento cheese finger sandwiches all yeah. day long. And that shows Egg some salad. thought. You've had yes. to stop and cut the things in little squares. Yeah. Cut yeah. off the crust. I'm not that picky. Oh. Well, I... I yeah. like a lot of food. I'm not a picky eater. No, I'm just but... saying if it's cold cuts, I'm cool. Mm, mm. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> just I don't want to see, you know, mints and nuts, and that's it. Well, that's what you I'm know, talking about. Or you go and true. you buy the Sargento, <laughs> the little cubed cheese, toss it out there with some Ritz crackers. No, I'm okay with that. I will say this. <laughs> if it's a football party and it's just a bunch of <laughs> chips and dip, great. There great. should be some I, nachos. But see, if it's chips and dip. Yeah. I want do the seven layer dip where it's you know you've got the you know the dip mm. where you get the sour cream and you put the taco seasoning oh, in sure. it and you have the shredded cheese right. yeah. or like a hot dip with the the Hormel chili. Right. It's not healthy at all. I'll go with either of those. But I, if I'm gonna do or uh, French onion in a dish, the little plastic, but I'm that's fine. We're proving the point. You got to put a little thought into this. Yeah. That's so the thought. other things, other factors to make the party not lame, and if you're going to have some fall parties this year, it could be helpful. It's Would some people. We're going to come right back to this. <laughs> Would some people text and just make sure. I want. I need. I don't want to be lonely in my my it, judgment. It, I don't think <laughs> yeah. you are. As a matter of fact, the text and let me know you're with me. I'm the, just going to tell. I'm easier on your buffet than she is. <laughs> that's true. I will be way easier on it, and you don't even have to offer me food. In fact. <laughs> If you just You'll wave just toward over. the table <laughs> You'll walk over. or if I just see but it there. If they know? don't do that in under eight minutes, <clears throat> you will decide that the party is lame. Yeah. Other factors include. Chances are if I'm by myself, I'm out of there in eight minutes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even show up if you're by yourself. I know if I had to for some reason. One of these uh, things here is the right combination okay. of people. Okay, yes. So think about who That's you're inviting. Good. Yes. Good conversations. Yep. Which, again, for Dave, just point at the food. Yeah. Don't worry about that. And decent music. Yes, Some good music. All of that. That's a good part. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You don't care. See, I'm Circle back on the, the food. <laughs> Get a plate. The, Dave's Circle on the, the room. Aspect. We're back to the car. <laughs> Irish goodbye. That's all I'm looking for. Hey, we got some texts on this uh, thing about uh, uh, parties. Now, how not to do a lame party. And, uh, yeah. Uh, this well, person. go back. You, you told a story that people decide within the first, what? Eight 20? minutes. Oh, if they're not minutes. offered right. anything to eat or drink within eight minutes, it's a... It's, uh, they feel like it's not going to be yeah. a good party. And food um, is at the top of the list. Top of the list. And this person said, I'm with Dave on the party hors d'oeuvres. Point me to the food. I'll eat everything. Uh, this person said, I 100% agree with Carmen. You need a wide variety of interesting foods for a successful party. However, mm -hmm. my husband's all about the music. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a couple of clarifications for the food. And it also, it all depends. If you're at a kid's birthday party and it's at the park. Sure. I mean, different, totally different. I'm, bubble. I'm thinking, baby showers, bridal showers, you know, those kind of things, or a dinner party where it's a little more elevated. And I, I just say, for example, you go to Publix and they've got the fruit trays or the little cut up veggies or whatever. That's fine if you want to serve that. I've done that before. I just take it out of the container and mm -hmm. I put it on a prettier platter. Or so I just think those, there's just little ways that you can. Elevate it a sure, little bit sure. and, and look like you put a little more thought into it other than running through the grocery store, 
buying right. everything pre-made and then tossing it out on a plastic tablecloth. Right. Now, again, if it's a guy's, uh, you know, football watching, oh, that's hand me no, a bag of Tostitos and course. some yeah. something to dip them in. I guess in. it really depends right. on when you say party. Right. I'm thinking like fall party. Like, you know, you're, you're bringing family. And also what got me thinking about this is it is definitely becoming soup season. We talked about this a couple times. Mm-hmm. Kimberly made a wonderful vegetable soup last night. Mm-hmm. There's Ooh. something about a pot of soup, yes. especially if it's family coming yeah. over. Yeah. We had the kids stop by last night for various reasons I won't go into, but they're stopping in. It's like when there's soup on the stove, it's like, oh, yeah, I feel invited. Hand me a bowl of soup. I mm-hmm. can sit down. We can talk. And it was great. The only thing we were missing, and this is- Sourdough bread. Yes. <laughs> That's just like a, yeah. a must-have, yeah. and we miss that. But um, we're definitely, with cooler weather coming in this weekend, yes, yes. definitely going to be moving into the soups. We posted a couple recipes, in case you didn't know about that, uh, for your soup. And mm-hmm. I saw a few texts of people that made your taco. Oh, they did? Made your taco soup, yes. Oh, wow. did. Awesome. And then Madison's been doing the, the sweet potato black bean soup. She yeah. made that, loved it, and the Tuscan white bean soup. We've got the Kimberly got all the ingredients yesterday. Yum. So as the weather gets cooler, yeah. Yeah. more soups. I think the perfect party, as I sit here and think about it, yes, is a taco soup, mm. some cold cut sandwiches, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see who be on the invite list. Uh, yeah, Emily, you and Emily, <laughs> and uh, and we just sit on the couch, listen to music. <laughs> Somebody uh, playing Space Invaders? No, no, no. Oh, now you got it. The rooster. Oh, cock-a-doodle-doo. Yeah, just okay. a little wake up. Yes. That is Lauren. He's just about, <laughs> he's two. Uh, he's holding a, a duck balloon. And giving a telling you the chicken says what mm. the rooster actually says, but mm. he still has a pretty good cockadoodle do. Yeah, can that's down not to bad it. at all. Got that video the other day. We're getting a lot of videos right now. Yeah, uh, because kids are turning to this is the birthday mm-hmm. season for us from midsummer. Yeah, to early fall. Mm-hmm. All of our different birthdays for all the kids come in. Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, was it Ransom and Lauren were born like a week apart? Uh, like a day apart. A day apart. Okay, got it, got it. And now coming up is uh, Sutton's birthday. Okay. So he'll he'll be turning two. These are Dave's grandkids, for those of you who wonder what we're, ta- we, who we just, we're talking about. We just had uh, Emmy's birthday and Andy Kate's birthday. Yeah. James, my oldest, his birthday is in 11 days. Wow. So we're just we're sort of in birthday yeah, season are. right now. Yes. We're kind of with you there with Kimberly's being this last weekend. Yeah. And then we have Leah's coming up and then Addie's. Leah's daughter Addie. Well, Leah I don't want to be Addie's. left out. Pizza's Wednesday. So. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. All and God's children having birthdays. Haley's after that. I I literally just made reservations last night for dinner for next Wednesday. We uh for we Pete. sent nice. birthday present for Sutton and yeah. they let him open it yesterday. Did you get a video? That was one of the videos oh, we yeah. got was I him opening the gift. Yeah. For some reason right now, now he's extremely bright, okay? And by that, I mean he knows his colors, he knows his letters, he knows he he's counting to 10 and plus at this point, mm-hmm. but apparently his favorite letter at the moment mm-hmm. is W. Aw. And when he sees one, 
it's like, oh, that's a W. Oh. There was a puzzle that we sent. I think one of the puzzle pieces had a kind of a W shape. Yeah. He just claimed it as a W. Oh. And then another one had a kind of a weird shape that looked a little like an F. So he grabbed that one and said, this one's an F. Okay. The nice. birthday wrapping paper yeah. said happy birthday all over it, which he then told his parents, it says happy birthday. Wow. I don't think he's reading happy birthday yet, but he, he did make it. He recognized it. it. Yeah. So, but all of your daughter-in-laws that I've seen, they they really work with the kids. They, oh, yeah. They, they're very hands-on. And, I mean, Danielle, yep. Catherine, all of them. All these kids are yep. geniuses. <laughs> Which only makes sense because their parents were. Uh-huh. Right. You know, I we used to talk about the fact I raised three geniuses mm-hmm. yeah. and had the papers to prove it. <laughs> so now it's just the next generation of genius. Yes. And I'm sure had I been tested, mm-hmm. it only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Of course. You, yeah. You don't look convinced. No, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm quite sure. And I've got a few geniuses in my family, too. So. <laughs> getting a few texts from our listeners with other two-year-old geniuses, Dave. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, there are videos, and I can't get those on our text line, Mm -hmm. so sorry that I can't respond to that. But I I will tell you, over the weekend, we were with Addie, who's turning two in November. Mm -hmm. And we went, we had an interesting day, because we actually went to pick up a car for Adam, and we're downtown, and we're hungry, and it's getting kind of late, it's kind of dark out, and so we found uh, on Yelp a burger place and just decided to stop by this burger place. It's just a little bit on the outskirts, just a little off the beaten path, but it had good reviews. We went in, we're the only ones in there. When we walked in, a few other people came in and then this man came in who just, he just looked disheveled. He looked disheveled. His hair was sticking up every which way. He wasn't dressed like he was, out for a night on the town with friends, and he might have been a homeless man. I don't know. But he sat down across from us, and so it's it's me and it's Kimberly and it's Leah and Adam, and on the end of the table is Addie. And we're trying to get her to eat some french fries, and we have some stuff that we brought for her to eat, and she's just being finicky. She's not eating, and we even tried to get her to drink her sippy cup, and she's not taking, she's not drinking any water. Well, this man is sitting down across from us, and I'm watching. I'm watching everybody. You know, I'm just watching everybody in the restaurant. It's it's late at night. It's downtown environment, and I've got a little. I've got my children and my 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 little grandchild sitting right here. So Addie looks over at this man, and she just wrinkles her brow, cocks her head a little bit, and she's just studying him. She's looking at him, and he starts to look back at her, and he makes a couple little faces at her, and she makes faces at him, and then he picks up his cup of water. And he takes a sip and she picks up her sippy cup and she starts drinking her water. And he says, that's good. He says, you drink that water. You need that water. And all of a sudden, the whole conversation mm-hmm. and the whole atmosphere changes. Yeah. Well, we get up and we go to leave. And this man whose eyes, you could just see in his eyes, mm-hmm. just a, a hopelessness. Mm-hmm. He looks up at me with bright eyes. Yeah. And he says, she's special. And I said, yes, sir. And I said, and thank you so much for helping her drink her water. Mm. And he just beamed mm-hmm. and smiled. Mm. And I thought to myself, I think this is a little bit about why Jesus talks to us in Matthew 18 about the faith of a child. Yeah, and come to us like little children. Yeah. yeah. There's something beautiful about that. Yeah. And I wonder if we, if we just take that at face value mm-hmm. And we treat people with the kind of innocence and respect and dignity 
that that little almost two-year-old did, what a change we could make. That's what's so that's what's so great about kids is because they they they're not I hate to use this word for lack of a better word and I don't want to try to think of another one right now but just they're not tainted yet. Right. That life hasn't hit them. Right. Mm-hmm. So when they see somebody, it's just another human being. It's there's no preconceived notions. There's no. It's just full dignity. Yes. Full 100%. openness of yes. spirit yeah. and character. Yes. Yeah. And it does something to people to mm-hmm. treat them. That, that way. way. Yeah. Oh. So she taught us a lesson. Mm-hmm. All right. Seven lessons. Let's talk about this. Seven lessons most Christians take a lifetime to learn. And I think these are really, really good. So let's go through them. Number one, sometimes it's in the middle of the waiting for God to answer us. We discover God himself. Mm. Let me say that again. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's in the middle of the waiting for God to answer us that we discover God himself. So true. And sometimes when that happens, we discover that that's what we really needed. I'm doing Priscilla Shire's uh, uh, Discerning the Voice of God right now, and I was sitting down yesterday afternoon to do my my Bible study, and this particular, you know, she has it broken down into days, and and she was just talking about how, um, I wish I had it here with me, but she was talking about how God, he is the prize. God is the prize, and she and I'd never thought about it this way before, and this isn't where I'm getting this from, but it's just making me think about this, is a lot of times we try so hard to figure out, quote unquote, the will of God or the voice of God or what he's trying to tell us. And Priscilla even went as far to say sometimes we can make that the idol. Oh, yeah. Just trying to figure out what our next move is, what he wants us to do. And she really freed me in a lot of ways by saying, you know, it's the Holy Spirit's responsibility. It's God's responsibility to to communicate with me in a way that he knows I will hear it. He knows that I will receive it and, and working with my heart. Mm-hmm. And what, what here's what I'm trying to say. I think a lot of times as believers, and I don't want to sidetrack from these these lessons that we want to learn, but I think this is a good one. I think so many times as believers, we feel like that there's just one road that is God's will. And it's almost like we feel like God is playing Tetris with us or he's right. he's playing some kind of game with us. Right. It's like, okay, if you figure out this clue, right. then that it's like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. And that takes you to the next clue, and then that takes you to the next clue. And if God loves you, think about your father or your mom. Maybe you don't have a good relationship with your dad. I would fall into that category. So sometimes that can be a stumbling block for people. But think about someone who loves you very much, your mom, your grandparent, a dad, whoever. Yeah. Are they get, do they treat you like that? No, they're actually trying to get you to listen to what yes. they're putting in front of you plainly. Yes, yes. And God does that. And, of mm-hmm. course, we have his word and we have his spirit Yeah. to guide us. Yeah. So, again, number one, sometimes it's in the middle of the waiting for God uh, to answer us, that we're praying about something, that we discover God himself. So always keep that in mind. God is trying to reveal to you who he is, yeah. and he just wants you to be with him. It's not always about, sometimes he'll allow you to go through the thing just so you can see who he is. The old way to say that used to be you don't realize God is all you need, need until, until he's, he's all, all you have. Yeah. I'm yeah. walking through that with somebody right now. Uh, number two, just because it's painful doesn't mean it's not God's best for us. Lord, have mercy. I have learned this one in spades. Sometimes the right decision is the hardest decision. And don't equate hard with being out of being out of step with the Lord. Yes. Number three, the biggest indicator of our spiritual growth is not how much we know, but how much we are willing to obey. 
Ouch. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one. Surrender mm-hmm. is a hard one. And, and not only how much we're willing to obey, but how quickly we're willing to obey. Uh, another thing with the Bible study I'm doing right now with Priscilla Shire, is she says, uh, delayed obedience is not obedience. Yeah. It's not. All right, number four. God is not asking us to fix ourselves, fix others, or fix our circumstances. He is asking us to surrender to him and lean into his grace. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, shall we break it off and come back? Do I got, one more. I, okay, one more, and then we'll come back and do the last two. Uh, number five, uh, God will not allow others to be for us what only he can be. And Speaking we Speaking of creating an idol. Yes. That can happen even with good things like a, like a husband or wife. Yeah, or Try to get them to or, meet the needs that only God is intended yeah. to meet. Yeah. I think sometimes we do put a lot of uh, expectations and responsibility on our loved ones. I probably did that with Pete early on in our marriage. I just was so broken from a, 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 my relationship with my dad. I didn't even realize I was doing it. Yeah. But you have someone that comes in and loves you and cares for you. And I just had, I had unrealistic expectations of Pete early on that truly it was it was only what God could do. Yeah. All right, uh, seven things that sometimes it takes Christians a lifetime to learn. We've done five. We'll come back and uh, do the last two in a couple. Of we were talking about seven lessons that it, sometimes it takes Christians a lifetime to learn. I won't go through the first five, but uh, <laughs> your your watch was Siri, just going to join you. Yeah, talking about praise you anywhere. That's funny. Um, okay, I won't go through the first five. So I'll do the last two. Um, and if and we'll have all this at themorningcruise.com if you want to look. But number six, there is no formula for our walk with the Lord. Mm. We simply make the choice to get up every day and surrender it to him. So I think that's that's really good. I think sometimes even without calling it a formula, we look for a formula or we look for the checklist. It's like get up, daily devotion, do this, get a small group, da 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 da. And 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 disciplines, spiritual yes. disciplines are valuable. Yeah. But they're also limit limited. Yes. Because this is a real relationship. Mm-hmm. And you can't turn your marriage, for example, into a formula. Yeah. And expect it to thrive. Yeah. Like even this morning. I was listening to my scripture reading on the way in. I've, I've mentioned a couple of times I'm in Ezekiel. And it's so funny, y'all, because yesterday, oh, I'm going to call it audible really fast. We pull of course up? you are. I didn't mean to, but I am now. So yesterday we had a chance to sit down with the guys from Elevation Worship. And we were talking about the song Rattle. And I just love that passage in Ezekiel talking about the Valley of the Dry Bones. And mm-hmm. it was just, I don't know, it was just a fun moment this morning with the Lord where I'm you know, I pull out of my neighborhood. I, I have my little routine. I get to the first red light, and that's where I put on my maps to see if you know the interstate's going to be shut down. How long is it going to take me to get to work? Right. And then I put up the you know I pull up my daily Bible reading, and I'm literally pulling it up. And you know how you have headers on in your in your Bible, and it's mm-hmm. like the Valley of the Dry Bones. Oh, yeah. And so that literally was my passage this morning. And so once I listened through to my scripture reading and then listened to the podcast with Tara Lee, I I normally pray Mm -hmm. after that. And it's like, no, I want to hear rattle. Mm -hmm. I want to hear rattle this morning. And I put rattle on. I turned that thing up. I don't need to play. No, No, we have to play. It It was so good. And some, but I mixed it up. It's like, I can still worship the Lord in song. Right. I still need to talk to him, but I don't know. It just felt different this morning. And especially when he's talking about 
it's I mean it's about resurrection and mm-hmm. he's he's I'm gonna live gonna live again I'm like yes yes you did yes I mean it was mm. just it was a moment in the car oh that's good okay last one sorry I'm getting sidetracked here uh, last thing as far as seven things that take Christians sometimes a lifetime to learn it's God's job to do the impossible and it's our job to believe that he can isn't that so good mm-hmm. I love that. Um, we'll put this at the the morningcruise.com. But yeah, this is one of my favorite, favorite elevation worship songs. It's called Rattle. You notice she just assumed that I had grabbed it. I looked and just... saw that you did. <laughs> Here's a new album coming out. And I've got thoughts. I have feelings. It's brand new music from an artist who just hit the scene a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It's their second album sophomore release which sometimes you know it's hit or miss with that soft it's kind of like a sequel right is it going to be better than the original yeah and with an artist sometimes you get that first album that they've spent their life writing Mm -hmm. and then the second album is like they didn't have near the time to spend on it i mean they call it the sophomore slump for a reason yeah a lot of times it happens sometimes it doesn't the artist i'm talking about is ann wilson oh I doubt there's a slump there. She came onto the scene out of nowhere. A girl who didn't even, most her family didn't even know she could sing until her brother's funeral, Mm -hmm. really. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she just took the Christian music world by storm. Mm -hmm. Ann Wilson was everywhere. Right. Well, the new album is now out. There are three songs that have already been released in some of the places where you find music. I've listen to all three of them i'm going to play you the first single yeah and then then we'll we'll talk about thoughts and feelings and mm-hmm. whatnot and is there a slump or is there no slump just tell me what you think after we play the song this is ann wilson the first single is called strong So there you have it. First single from the new project. Rebel is Mm -hmm. uh, another one of the songs that just came out. And then Uh another one called Rain in the Rear View. Mm. I've listened to all three of them. So before I tell you what I think, you tell me what you think. I love it. I've heard it. And sorry, I just ate a piece of my sourdough bread. I I Um, gave you like a whole song to finish it. It was still hot and I was trying to finish it. Okay, so I love it. I love it. I love it. Here's what I love about uh, Ann Wilson. She sounds country. Yeah. And I love that we have room uh, for a long time in CCM, Contemporary Christian Music. It kind of had, I don't want to say it had one sound, but there was not room necessarily for a country sound. Right. And I think with people like Zach Williams and even Rhett Walker and, mm-hmm. and others, uh, there's, it, we've, we've, I mean, you've got Maverick City over, you know, from one end over right. here to you've got, 
Ann Wilson over here and right. everything in between. And I just love it. Yeah. I love I it. I, I love agree it. with you. Yeah. There's, there's diversity there's, of sound. Yes. Yeah. 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 There's room for that on our format, which I do love. And a lot of people were saying, yeah, cranked up at my desk and mm-hmm. loving it. But mm-hmm. I like this comment that just got texted to us from a listener. My life in a brand new Ann Wilson song. Yeah. So grateful for all the ways God is answering the cries of my heart. So mm-hmm. people are connecting at that level too. And something I love, and I always hear this because I was a vocal major in college and training in in that way, but I love hearing the different colors that come into a voice that's maturing like Mm -hmm. hers is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so she's just going to get better, Yeah, which is just beautiful. I think she's great. There's, uh, hey, there's no sophomore slump at all with this I agree. And having heard three of the songs Mm -hmm. off the project, it, to me, there's uh, instead of a sophomore slump, yeah. there is a maturity yes. that's yeah. coming in. Yeah, uh, she seems like an artist who's become. Whereas she was a surprise artist mm-hmm. with uh, her first single, mm-hmm. and I think it surprised her even. Yeah, my Jesus. That, yeah, yeah. That whole first album feels a little like I'm just sort of finding my way. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know what I'm saying or who I am. Hey, girl, mm-hmm. was was a little bit of a. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to find myself, but uh-huh. I'm still not quite sure. There is a confidence mm-hmm. that I don't think was in the first album. I agree. There's a maturity in the sound. There's a level of production. There's a maturity in the lyrics. I think that rather than sophomore slump, mm. what she's saying with this album is, Ann Wilson is here to stay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I might just expand my territory a little bit. I love bit. it. That's awesome. <laughs> Reading together can be a real secret for success. I know that folks are loving doing the um, Bible recap together, for example, and I actually I think Madison and Kimberly are going to do this uh, together. Uh, it's just great to be reading with friends. That's why book clubs are fun for some people. They like to read a book together. There's a book club that is celebrating their 28th anniversary. They're 28 years old. They're out in California. A guy named Gary Fialka started this book club. And they just Tuesday got to the end of their book. Yes, you heard me right. Their book. They've been reading one book for 28 years. One book. Which is why I don't think I could be a part of this particular book club. I think this is a perfect book club for you. Well, in terms of the amount of space that I make for reading for pleasure, you're probably right. Because about a page uh, a meeting is what they've what they've covered. Right. I'm just thinking it takes you 28 years to read a book I, sometimes. Th- to your point. What can you talk about? I mean, 28 years to read one book? Yeah. Uh, Gary was asked that question. How long can you talk about a page? Two hours, apparently. And listen, I get this. I'm a studier. You can. That, uh, there's studying and there's ridiculous. Well, uh, this this book <laughs> is James Joyce's uh, uh, Finnegan's Wake. And so it's a it's a challenging book. It's not one that I've read. I'm aware of it. Um, he writes in a very different style. So he melded 60 languages into playful prose. And basically, they have been working on this book for 28 years, about a page and a half right. or so on average. I'm sure he didn't take that long to write the book. I, I'm sure he didn't. I, I'm sure he didn't. But the Orange County Register um, interviewed him. And basically said, what are you guys going to do next? What's your next book going to be? He says, next? There is no next. (laughs) And the reason is because you get to the end of Finnegan's Wake, spoiler alert, 
it ends mid-sentence. The book ends mid-sentence and picks back up on page three of the book. So it literally, the sentence is finished from the last page of the book to page three. So it's it's meant to be circular. You go back and reread it again. No. From that, no. and so they will continue no. apparently reading this These book. Are, and it's just two people in this book club. No, I, well, I don't know how many people are in it. I oh. hope it's not just two. Oh. I mean, they got coverage from the local paper, the television station. So I think it'd at least be a group of people. I don't know. Can I just say, if you remember all the way back to the second hour of the show today, when we talked about you have eight minutes. To, to impress decide, people, yeah, whether they're going to 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 it's a good party or not to stay yeah. at your party, yeah, right. exactly. Can I just say that it would not have taken me eight minutes no. to decide <laughs> that this is not my book club? <laughs> well, good luck to the uh, folks out at uh, Gary Fialka's book club on your second reading uh, of Finnegan's Wake. We'll check with you in about twenty five years and see how it's going. Yeah. I want to tell a story that's been told uh, lots of times on this radio station, but for those of you who may not have heard it, I want to tell it again. And it's crazy because it's, it's, it's about a simple window decal and how powerful it can be. And our director of support, Johanna, she's been with us, goodness, 22 years. She's been with us for a long time. <clears throat> and I want to go back many, many years. Uh, it would be more than 22 years ago. Her daughter, Jacqueline, was in college, going through a hard time in her life, was driving around, spotted a window decal, the Joy FM window decal. Long story short, she uh, started listening to the Joy FM. She got involved in campus ministry, started going to a church, and became a believer, gave her life to Christ. And then Johanna and Jacqueline tell this story. <clears throat> And once Jacqueline gave her life to Christ, she started inviting her parents to church. And many times Johanna said, no, we're busy, can't do, you know, church, blah, 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 blah. And then Jacqueline invited her to a play that was at her church. Johanna goes to this play and she gives her life to Christ. And after she became a believer, Jacqueline handed Johanna a Bible and a note that said, the Joy FM on it, and here is a radio station that you need to start listening to. Johanna started listening to the Joy FM. Long story short, this was years ago. We needed a director of support. And now 22 years later, Johanna is the voice that you hear at our share fundraiser. She has other, you know, we call them spots, what you hear on the air. And I was just thinking about that story on the way in this morning because, you know, we've always had a push for sticker stops and window decals. And back in the day, so crazy that I'm saying this, but back in the day, Dan and GT, GT, are you with me? Uh, They used to go out and and do a lot of sticker stops. I don't see as many window decals as I used to. I think probably people have gotten newer cars, (laughs) haven't replaced their window decals, what have you. But there is something very powerful about putting a window decal Mm -hmm. on the back of your car or a magnet. We have both. And it, it becomes a witnessing tool. And I know witnessing kind of sounds very churchy, but you just never know how the Lord is going to use a window decal. And I want us to get back to a place that no matter where we're driving around <clears throat> in any of our states, 
you know, any of the roads that were on at any, I mean, there was a season there that any given moment I was driving, I saw a window decal or a magnet. And I just think we're a million plus listening strong. Can you imagine what kind of presence that that would have just out and the impact. On the streets, the impact, I mean, yeah. it's not just about getting more listeners to the Joy FM. No, that about, person yeah, will probably Jesus. never know that there are at least three people. Yeah. You got Jacqueline, her mom, and her dad. Yes. Whose lives. salvation, whose lives yes. were changed. Eternity. Because they had a decal on their back. I mean, they'll never know. They'll never know. Eternity. Their eternity was changed because you had a window decal. So I just bring it up because I want there to be... I want to be uh, intentional about it again because I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just being a little too in my head or too in my, not in my head, but in my thoughts. You just, you think about how hard the world is. I mean, we are in a world of hurt in a lot of areas. (laughs) And I think, I think, and we know what the answer is. The answer is Jesus. And that's, that is why we exist. So if you'd like to uh, have a window decal, we send them out. I mean, very We send them out every day. So For free. Yeah. Absolutely. All you yeah. got to do is go to thejoyfm.com, and under the featured tab, it says request a decal. If you click there and fill out the info, they'll send you one. It's under the featured tab at thejoyfm.com. Bill's big word of the day. Afflatus or afflatus is the big word of the day today. This is a sudden rush or creative impulse of inspiration A clever or brilliant idea that arises suddenly, kind of like an epiphany or a realization, a source of inspiration. And the reason I bring this word today, A-F-F-L-A-T-U-S, is that it uh, goes along with the conversation we were just having. A new song or word, sometimes prompted by spotting a window decal, can produce an afflatus of spiritual readjustment. That's the big word of the day today, afflatus or afflatus. This is the morning cruise.